Hi, I'm Mike Sklens, and welcome to Nintendo World Reports Connectivity, Episode 4. This week, we've got three segments for you. First off, Scott and Zach will cover This Week in News. Nate then joins Scott to reminisce on how Mother 3 caused them to meet and become friends. And finally, Andy, Neil, and Zach briefly go over why Frogger 3DS isn't just Frogger on 3DS. We love listener mail, so don't forget to send your thoughts and questions to connectivity at nintendoworldreport.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, folks, and uh, this is going to be, this is Zachary Miller, uh, your host for this segment. Me and uh, Scott Thompson here. Hello. Hello, Scott. We're going to be talking up some news, and uh, just like last time, the news isn't fantastic, but I like to think it's better than uh, saying that Darksiders 2 has a unique control scheme <laughs> on the Wii U. Only slightly better, but, uh, but a little better. Yeah, uh, only Zach, a before little. Before we jump into the news, i got to ask, I've been curious, uh, Terra Nova, do you watch it? I've watched the first two episodes, and then I deleted it <laughs> off the DVR. Now, is that because the show's bad, or did they get some, like, technical aspect of, like, a dinosaur's name in Latin wrong, and you just couldn't deal with it? Both. <laughs> all of the above. The The show itself is awful, even if it didn't have dinosaurs in it, but but they just have a complete disregard for for even the most basic things about these dinosaurs. You, they could look on Wikipedia <laughs> and... Uh, and they'd get things right, but they uh, failed to do even that. Well, so, clearly, clearly, I think this know. is an opportunity um, for Fox to hire you as sort of a consultant, you know, a dinosaur consultant, uh, you know, get you on board. I think they should. It, it seems like the consultant they have right now is a book from, you know, some textbook from <laughs> 1979. So, uh, yeah, they, they got to do something about it. But, you know, I, I almost watched it mm-hmm. last night. Uh now, that would have been the third episode, but my wife was like, you, you're just going to hate it the whole time. You're going to hate yourself for watching it. You're going to hate I, uh, the show. So I, thought, I yeah, DVR'd the first true. episode, but for some reason, I just can't bring myself to like watch it. I don't know why, but I guess hearing yeah. this is, will not be motivation to actually do it. So, No, no. And it's just, uh, I have a blogger friend who called it like, Terra no- like angsty Nova. Because all the, uh, the the show's kind of the first episode's all about these teenagers who are full of angst, and they get into angst-related <laughs> trouble, and people have to save them, and it's just awful. Wow, it, yeah, I'll watch it. How about that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, okay. Well, I was I've been wondering that for a while, so I just had to get that out there. Uh, sure. That's somewhat news-related, yeah. I guess. The listeners <laughs> need to know. Don't watch Terra Nova. You'll you you'll go. be disappointed. So let's let's talk up some news here. Uh, from what I understand, Pro Evolution Soccer uh, for 3DS from Konami is going to have online play, like so many other 3DS games. <laughs> is that sarcasm there? I'm, I'm sensing. <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, that's cool. I mean, good for them. Uh, you know, for taking that step and actually trying to do it. Stepping yeah, up to the bar, <laughs> the bar of five years ago. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. Yeah. Um, well, my I I don't know about you, but I've always had awful luck getting my 3ds to connect to other people. Hmm. It's terrible. Like I'll see them in a lobby, but I click it or they click it 
if they're trying to join me and we both oh, get weird. an error code. Yeah, to be honest with you, I haven't tried to play yeah. anything online with the 3DS, but I played a lot of like Tetris and Mario Kart with the DS, and I mean that worked just fine. Yeah, Mario Kart worked oh, yeah. always worked for me. Yeah, um, Pokemon. It's weird. Pokemon uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. It worked. I, I was able to trade Pokemon with people for a long time, and I was almost. I almost have a living Pokedex oh, wow. in that. Um, but at at a certain point, my my DSI was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this <laughs> anymore, and started giving me an error code or other people an error code whenever we tried to connect. So I'm I am like a dozen Pokemon short from a. Uh, Living well, Pokedex. you can just go old school, like I remember doing when I was a kid, and just buy like every version of the game, and then just and then get two Game Boys and just <laughs> you know trade them with yourself. I've done that before <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, this is why they keep. This is why they keep. Well, yeah, and why they game. make two at least two versions of it. Can you imagine if they split it up exactly. more, made like three or four that each had unique Pokemon at the same time? I mean, that would be. Uh, that would be evil, but we'd all we'd all oh, yeah, buy them. I think so. <laughs> so all right well uh you know that remember that um european Wii that was going to remove gamecube support yes. it was supposed to be smaller or something and cheaper well they're bringing it here and they're bringing it here this month in fact october oh, wow. 23rd yeah that's that's pretty soon uh so yeah you know why not I think I think it comes with a game. I'm not really yeah, sure. Yeah, it does. Point, I think it but... comes with um, new Super Mario Brothers Wii, and then I think it even comes like with the Mario soundtrack. That I th- oh, that's not bad. Think maybe came with the 25th anniversary of Mario. That that little collection. Oh, that thing. Yeah, I think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, this, this is perfect because I was just thinking how I could use a Wii that has even less functionality, um, and here it is. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's what but we I, all need. I, this makes sense. I mean, a, a cheaper Wii that. With, you know, a big game like Zelda coming out, you know, who knows? Maybe people will be inclined to pick up this cheap Wii, you know, exclusively to play that Zelda game. Anyone who's sold theirs in the months and months of not having anything worth playing. <laughs> well, and I, I don't think this happened with the, uh, well, okay, it hasn't happened in a while. It didn't happen with the N64 or the GameCube, but, uh, you know, they redesigned the NES, right? Before the oh, yeah. SNES came out, and then they redesigned the SNES right before the GameCube came out, so kind of a return to uh yeah, the old ways true. i'll be interested to see if it actually looks i uh, i saw the like the box art um for it and it does yeah. look smaller it looks a little sleeker in fact it looks a little closer oh. to like what the um the wii u looks like um yeah oh, like that's it looks interesting sm- smaller that'll that'll make exactly. it even more confusing as to what it look, the wii yeah u it looks is. Like a little smoother and like yeah just uh less jagged uh, but yeah it but yeah, I mean, funny. you know. Well, my as you know, my Wii is broken. I'd actually buy this if I could transfer all my games, but of course <laughs> I can't. Is that because your Wii is broken to the point where you couldn't even do that? Or I can't load. I can't load. I mean, games, games won't anyway, uh, load, right? And don't games don't uh, transfer anyway. So. Well, yeah, that sucks then. Do you, did we? Yeah. Was there any price announced for this? I think it's. I want to say the bundle is going to be one fifty. Okay, that's that's disappointing. I was hoping it was going to go cheaper than that. Yeah, but I think I'm sure it's one fifty because they're included. Well, yeah, stuff with can't you get a Wii right now for one fifty? Or is it still? I think you can. Yeah, with so a bundle. it seems weird. So you'll get so, a Wii that can't play GameCube games for for the same price. Hmm. Well, yeah. Oh well, I already got one. So I'm not worried about it. I guess. 
Yeah, exactly. And yours has yes, more functionality. Yes, precisely. So. <laughs> so there you go. Well, uh, you know, another another sign that your console is nearing the end of its life is that you start putting out more and more bundles to try and get people to buy it. And uh, Mario and Sonic at the 2012 London Olympic Games is getting a Wii bundle. Ugh, Thank sorry. God. Is this the one that's? Is this the one that's blue? <laughs> Okay, I thought yes. so. It's cool that it's blue, but I mean, what? Really? I just. Uh, I was even like. Somebody needs to make a transfer. I was just saying, thinking that, like, how great. If, if the Wii had come out back, like, in you know, the late 90s when that was all the rage, did they even have it? Did they have a transfer yeah. in N64? I know they had controllers. They did. Yeah, they did. How'd that be? It was. It was. It was a oh, purple yeah, yeah. case, but You're it right. was transparent. Yeah, yeah, but man, that would be awesome. <laughs> and then yeah, like boy. you could really see if inside there's just a tiny little GameCube. <laughs> or two little <laughs> tiny GameCubes just strapped together. Just working. Exactly. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I... Well, now, I guess I guess now we know well, maybe they took out one GameCube. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. One. That's very true. Now it's just one GameCube. <laughs> but um yeah. I, I like the color and everything and I, I thought back when the Wii was first announced that they were gonna end up doing a lot of like different colors. That seemed like they kind of teased yeah, that. And then eventually the, the controllers came in different colors, and then they released the black one. And there's the red one, too, the Mario red one. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems a little late. <laughs> I Oh, yeah. I'm actually surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. You know, Sony remade the PS3, and then uh, Microsoft remade the made a slim version of the 360. So, yeah. Kind of late to, late to the train there, Plus, Nintendo. I mean, if they're... I mean, just imagine what the shelves are going to look like now. So you'll have the white Wii, the black Wii. You can maybe still find the red Wii, although probably not. You're going to have this new smaller Wii without GameCube support, and then now you're going to have this new blue Wii with Mario and Sonic at the London Olympics or London Games. I mean, it's like five different SKUs <laughs> just sitting there, just you know, like at your local Target. It's like, will you even go from there? Right? I mean, what are they doing? <laughs> I know, you're right. Yeah, I know, you're it's right. So, it's so many different SKUs. I just don't get it. What What Nintendo has been, you know, Nintendo's goal is to con- confuse really the consumer. Is. And they're doing, they're doing a wonderful even, I was job. At, um, I don't know if it was Target or some other store just the other day, and I was looking at their, um, like their DS section. And, like, in the, like, locked glass case, they've got... Still the DSi in, like, a couple colors, a bunch of the DSi XLs, um, and then, like, like all the different colors of the 3DS now. And they're all just, like, piled on top of each other in there. Like, if I was a parent <laughs> shopping for my kid this holiday season, there's so many opportunities to just go wrong there. <laughs> it's just, there's so oh, many yeah. SKUs. And didn't they, didn't Nintendo even just, within the past few weeks, release a new color of the DSi XL? I didn't know about the DSi XL, but they just released a new color. Yeah, I know they did 3DS. like the the red 3DS or whatever, but I'm pretty sure they just released a new a new DSi XL model, and it just hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I just don't know what they're doing. Why just drop that? <laughs> Do they really want to make sales <laughs> on that? Like when the the 3DS is sort of floundering, it, you know, somewhat. I yes. guess I don't know. <laughs> they gotta I sell something. So. It's it's just crazy. I, I can't believe it. Like what a what a weird yeah it's yeah um, you know actually we don't have it in our written down here but speaking of sort of botched uh, business handlings how about Netflix deciding to drop Quickster and just <laughs> stick oh with Netflix 
just yeah, they blue. just go, you know what? I think we were wrong on that one. And then they just apologize for it. <laughs> I mean, what? That's what we were wrong It's so on. crazy. I mean, like, if you would have told me six months ago that Netflix was going to raise their prices, like, fragment their user base, like, piss a bunch of people off, try to spin off, you know, the, the DVD by mail uh, system into a separate company. That they began yeah, with. That's synonymous with, you know, with the cor- the company. And then and then decide not to do that and just bring it back all in-house. Uh, I would have thought you were crazy. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> You know, it's it's weird what's going on over there. It's like they can't make up their mind how they want to. Run I, their I don't know the right last time though. I've seen like a company make this many just like bad decisions and then turn back on them. I've gotten so many emails from them in the past two months of them just apologizing for stupid shit that they've done. <laughs> it's crazy. It's like that. Uh, I don't know if you watch South Park, but there was a a really good South Park last season where uh, BP would drill into <laughs> stuff and. You know, they'd cause a huge environmental disaster. And then the next day, there'd be a uh, TV commercial where the BP's president was like, we're sorry. <laughs> and then that's it would happen awesome. the next day, and he'd make a new commercial. I didn't see that, but that's it. perfect. And yeah, that's pretty much what, what this situation is. And uh, well, I, I look forward to the day where they figure yeah, out that would what be the good. they're doing. And I guess some people are wondering, they, <laughs> they didn't really mention it, but if the game rental thing is still going to happen. Um, because no, that was supposed to question. be I know, quickster, I know that. but then they didn't really mention that. They just mentioned, well, we're just going to keep doing DVDs. So I don't know what the deal is right. with that. I would, I mean, I would really like uh, there to be a game rental thing because I don't want to pay $60 for anything. <laughs> well, you could do Gamefly, but. Yeah, but they, I, let's let's try and calculate how far a distribution center is from Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, that's for true. Gamefly. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> So, all right. Well, that's that is interesting, and and it, it's always fun to get those emails from <laughs> yeah. uh, Netflix. I just, I just oh, what I is just it feel bad for the guy with the Quickster Twitter account. I mean, this was his opportunity to make it big, <laughs> and uh, maybe he maybe he held out. Maybe it was him that caused all this. He wouldn't sell that handle for uh, for a low amount, and Netflix just there said, "No, we're walking away." I'll have to check his Twitter page. I, I see uh, some recent oh, tweets. <laughs> But yeah, let, let's move on then. <laughs> I thought I had job security <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <laughs> All right. Well, the last uh, last news story I think is the most interesting, even though it's still not really that interesting. <laughs> um, remember how there was a Hammer Brothers suit in yeah. Mario 3? Well, now there's going to be a Boomerang Brothers suit in Mario 3D Land world. <laughs> Galaxy. Sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> lost in time. Um yeah, I don't know. That seems cool. I, I, you know, like having not played it at all, I'm having a hard time imagining what that'll be like in like in 3D. You know, Renny, I know, oh, I know that's a true, lot of times yeah. I think the game still kind of has you moving just in two directions and it, you know, it just has that 3D effect and setup. But I, I feel like a lot of times it's like yeah. you're running in, in any direction at any time. Um, but still, you know, I just wonder how uh, a little handle. Same with like the fireballs and everything. Yeah, that is. I haven't put any thought into, uh, you know, I, it, it's it's that time where I'm trying not to think too much about Zelda or Mario 3D right. or Mario Kart. You know, I'm avoiding all, like, I know a whole bunch of info just dropped on Zelda. I was like, I'm avoiding yeah, that like a here. plague. I, I don't want anything spoiled for me. 
Um, and it's the same way with Mario 3D Land. It's like, I know I'm going to love that game because it's Mario uh, and it's a platformer. And I really don't want to know much about it at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, a bunch of trailers just dropped for Zelda, uh, like, highlighting different things. And, yeah, I didn't look at any of them. I, you know, I'm not reading any previews for any of the games. Like, I just want to... I mean, they're so close now that it's like, why why bother? More and more, it's just going to get spoiled. Yeah, why would like, you? I can wait a month, you know, or two months, whatever it is, and, yeah, exactly. uh, and be just fine. Yeah, that's exactly right. And it's, You know, it's kind of like... Uh... <laughs> It's kind of like movie trailers for me. It's like, the movie's going to come out. Just let me watch the movie. <laughs> well, speaking of, did you watch out. the Avengers trailer today that just released? I I watched it right before this podcast. <laughs> wow. It was, it was just okay. Just okay, okay. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, maybe it's because I'm more of a mm-hmm. DC guy, but, uh. You know, who's is is the bad guy just going to be Loki? Because that'll suck. I mean, that's all that they, like, showed in the trailer, really. But you got to imagine that, yeah. I don't know, they'll, they'll weave in some more, like, different bad guys from different franchises. But I don't know. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, I, I always like seeing... Uh, okay, Man. I thought for sure you were going to say Scarlett um, Johansson. <laughs> no, you know, not so much. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe five years oh, ago. Okay, not at the stuff um, anymore, huh? She's lost a lot of she's lost yeah. a lot of weight, um, but uh, you know I didn't like Iron Man too, but I like Iron yeah. Man the character, and uh, I think it'll be funny to see how he. Well, yeah, even everybody. the trailer is like ninety five percent him just making fun of everyone else. Yeah, it is. is that was so great. Yeah, I'm excited, and uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, Mark Ruffalo portray yeah, the Hulk instead of Edward Norton. Yeah. Or instead of that uh, Australian actor from the original oh, yeah. Terrible Hulk movie, that was I I, I yeah. saw the Edward Norton one. I didn't see the 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 one before it, but it's just so funny to like do one Hulk movie and then basically like within two years just reboot it, <laughs> the whole new actor and like right. like a new origin story. Like yeah, guys, we really messed up that first one. Let's just start over. I can't yeah, imagine exactly. that happening. It feels it feels like they're doing that with Spider Man now because they're you know yeah. coming out with a new Spider Man with a new origin oh, yeah. director. It's like didn't we yeah, just see this true. movie? Yeah, it seems weird to retell the yeah. origin story again. But I feel like there's been enough time between the first Spider Man and then this one. It's been like at least ten years. So, like, yeah, that, that's probably true. So I mean, it's like okay, I can it. deal with that. But it'd be like if if a year from now they just like re released the seventh Harry Potter movie and we're like, yeah, we didn't get it right the first time. Like we got a whole new cast. <laughs> we're going to stay closer to the book and uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Right. I don't know. Going to have, uh, going to have um, Justin Timberlake as <laughs> yeah, Harry and to... uh, Katy Perry will be the, uh, the Her- Hermione. Hermione yeah. And yeah. We're going to go great. in a new direction with this. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Instant classic. <laughs> so it's just weird, but the trailer was was definitely exciting. Um, and yeah, no, it was, I, it'll it be was, interesting to, to see if they like if it's just the trailer or if like um, what's his freaking name? Um, the guy who plays Iron Man. Um, I can't think of his name. Uh, uh, Junior Robert Downey Jr. Junior. Yeah, see if they can like yeah, bring him in at all, or if it really is just going to be like his movie. You know, it'll be like Iron Man. Basically, and his yeah, friends. Iron Man and Company. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting to see. But it look 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 pretty sweet. Well, I hope they I hope they give um, what's his name? Dead Eye, not Dead Eye. The, oh the yeah, yeah. Bow and Arrow dude. I hope they give him some character development because he, he didn't get his, get own, his movie, own movie, and then neither did um the character yeah. that Scarlett Scarlett Johansson's playing um who's 
Well, her movie was Iron Man 2. You know, Iron Man 2 is basically the yeah, Avengers that's prequel. True. That's true. Yeah. Which disappointed me about Yeah, it really was a setup movie. Um, and it, yeah, it was. It and was. it feels like Thor and Captain America, um, well, good movies. It feels like they, too, were just like, well, we got to release these so people will be interested in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. Kind of, Especially oh, yeah. Thor. Like, I, I recently saw Thor, and I was like, well, I guess they had to make this, but they didn't put a whole yeah, lot that's of effort how I felt. into it, it. I've never seen a movie company, like, go through this effort of releasing all these, like, backstory movies just so they can do this huge event, you know, and then for it to all be planned from the yeah. start. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Now, the I haven't seen Captain America yet. I've, I've heard yeah, it's pretty I, good. Yeah, I thought it was... Like, I've heard it stands oh, on yeah. its own I thought it was well. better than Thor. Um, okay. Well, that's probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But yeah, they're, I mean, they were all good, so but, I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Captain America's coming to the Dollar Theater oh, there you go. next week, and I'm friggin' excited. Now, do you guys have normal movie theaters up there in Alaska, or is that, do you guys oh, only sure. have Dollar oh, yeah. Theaters? <laughs> we, we have normal movie theaters that okay. are stupid expensive, and then when they're about to hit DVD, <laughs> the uh, Dollar Theater, which is really a $5 theater, will pick it up, and, uh, and you can actually have beer oh, nice. in there. So a lot of movies, yeah. I just wait. I'm like, I don't really need to see this movie in the, you know, expensive theater. I'll just wait to yeah, I'll have totally. pizza, pay five dollars for it. That's that's how it was with uh, Transformers Three, and I still regret it paying five dollars. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. I think they're. Um, I don't know if it's out yet, but I know there's going to be a rip track coming up soon for Transformers Three. And uh, oh, sweet! How can there I'm not be the, that? The rip tracks for the first two were great. So. I'm excited. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I like I, I don't remember the first one, but I remember the second one. I was laughing my oh, yeah. ass off the whole Classic. time. But uh <laughs> Well that's uh that's all the news yeah, that is news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Better than Darksiders too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. That's just gonna be my running gag every week. It's gonna be like, well, it's better than that story <laughs> that the Wii U version will have a unique control <laughs> scheme. You know, I think the Zelda game is going to have a unique troll control scheme, too, on the Wii U. You don't say. No, no I'm just being a dick. <laughs> so, well, thank you, Scott, for joining me on this. Well, yeah, I mean, imagine stuff. if it had just been you. That would have been something. That would have been something. I don't really know what that would have been, but it would have been something. It would have been, it would have been 20 minutes of me just looking through... Uh, uh, eBay ads of uh, new girls. <laughs> yeah, it would have been what you do normally during the podcast. Yeah, just just silence, exactly. and clicks, and then just you like sl- like under your breath, like well, that's not bad. <laughs> that's too yeah. expensive. Yeah, maybe we'll do a segment <laughs> for that next week. <laughs> Twenty oh my minutes God, of Zach shopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, sir. Well, uh, I trust that this will become a part of a larger podcast, and I thank you for coming on with me.
and uh, welcome to this segment of Connectivity, uh, in which I'll be talking uh, to, I guess, what's your title now, Nate? Previews editor? Uh, that, uh... Pre- yeah, that's pretty much accurate. Okay. <laughs> uh, to Nate Andrews, uh, preview editor here at uh, NWR, and uh, we're going to be talking about our uh, sort of love for Mother 3, and uh, sort of our joint history with the game, and how it's led us to NWR. Uh, so, Nate, uh, how, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess, I mean, let's jump right into it. I, I guess for anyone who's unfamiliar with Mother, which I don't think if you listen to this podcast or read this... Turn, it, turn it off right now, because yeah, you, <laughs> you won't you, care about any of this. Yeah, so. you somehow stumbled here by accident. Um, Mother, obviously, is sort of this uh, quirky RPG series that's uh, been released mostly uh, in Japan. We did get the second game, Mother 2, which was titled Earthbound, here in the States, uh, and for some bizarre reason, we did never got Mother 3. Uh, would you say that's fairly accurate, Nate? Uh, yeah, and it's it's a shame that that is the case, because yeah. <laughs> those are great games. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I guess because it was never properly released here in the States, uh, some dedicated fans took the... Yeah, th- uh, thankfully, uh, Mother fans are absolutely crazy in their dedication to... Uh, bringing some of this stuff stateside. So. Exactly. They're the best kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so they went through the effort of uh, translating Mother 3 and uh, and just releasing it for free uh, to the uh, to the general public, anyone who wants to play the game in English, uh, which would be, I think, a lot of people here in the States. Um, what, do you know, Nate, off the top of your head, when, when the uh, translation was completed... I um, put you on the spot I, there. <laughs> I don't. I could. I have pages in front of me that should uh, link me to it eventually. So, um, no, I, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I'll, okay. I'll look it up. Well, as I say, whenever, whenever it was completed, um, sometime after, I was kind of uh, mm-hmm. back in uh, late 2008, early 2009, kind of uh, thinking about how I wanted to play through the game, and at the time, I was running a uh, a blog on One Up. Uh, in which I just talked about whatever, and I thought it might be kind of cool to try to just throw a podcast together of a group of guys who had never played Mother 3 and were playing it for the first time, and just kind of, you know, for all of us to talk about our experiences with the game, and, and uh, that's actually I, how I, I met Nate for the first I, time. I think by the time we started podca- podcasting, we were like two or three uh, chapters in, because we, we had done it just like posting on the site at first. Oh, you're right, that's right, it didn't, yeah, we just did like a collective like text mm-hmm. Like, blog, yeah, where everyone wrote stuff, and then I just kind of posted it in there. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then we got the podcast figured out and kind of went from there. <laughs> that's right. Completely figured out. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. Never um, a problem. No, no problem. The hosting was splendid. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so that that's sort of uh, – that, that's how we first met, was just random strangers coming together to uh, to talk about Mother 3. Um Nate, had you played Earthbound by this time, or I mean, what what drew you to even wanting to play Mother Three and talk about it? Um, well, I I really had no experience with Earthbound at all before then, and I I can't really say why I was uh, interested at all in <laughs> what you were proposing, other than <laughs> you made it out to to be a, kind of an interesting experience. So I thought I might, you know, just kind of jump in for a while and see what it was. Nice. You just wanted to get that uh, that voice of yours out on the internet. That's right. Share your uh, share your gift with the world. Mm-hmm. It was so funny when we recorded for for the first time, and even just talked for the first time. Nate was the youngest of us. I mean, Nate, how old were you then at that point? Uh, that would have 
was like January of 2009, so I would have been uh, 17. Okay, so Nate's 17, and then I think everyone else at this point... Or no, I, I would have still been 16. Okay. But anyway. Even better, and everyone else was, was yeah. at least over the age of like 23. I think yeah. I was 23, and mm -hmm. then um, like yeah. Jason and, and um, Josh would have been over yeah. that age. And uh, Nate just comes on, and he just has the deepest voice out of anybody. <laughs> and I think we were all just like, who the fuck is this kid? Like, what, what, I don't, <laughs> I don't think I voice? said anything until like the very end of it, too. There, there's yeah. like one sentence where you're like, hey, do you want to talk about this, maybe? <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> Why not? And, uh, yeah, so we, uh, the goal was to have everyone play through Mother 3. And, Which didn't uh, happen. Did not happen. <laughs> I, I was the only one who finished it. So by, by the last yep. podcast talking about uh, Mother 3, it was pretty much just me telling oh, everyone <laughs> else the ending. It was about five minutes in the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just kind of interesting now to come back and talk about Mother 3 because, I mean, this is a game a lot of Nate and I to first meet each other, and then now here we are almost almost three years later, and we're both at NWR, and we're on a podcast talking about Mother 3. So it's, uh, it's kind of appropriate, I, I suppose. Um, now, Nate recently has gone back to actually complete the game, and if you haven't seen it, he's been publishing a series of, um, I guess, sort of features talking about his experiences playing it now and just what the game even means to him on a, uh, on a personal level. So, I mean, Nate, what, what motivated you to even go back and, and finish the game now, like almost um, three years removed? Well, I think you had actually mentioned something about it on Twitter. Uh, you're probably talking to Neil or somebody, uh, and then I kind of got in that conversation. We talked about kind of what we talked about now, which is how, you know, influential it was in us meeting each other, uh, you know, what a good game it was, at least from what I played. And that kind of motivated me to, you know, go back and finish it to get the full experience. Yeah. Uh, and from there, I, I kind of discovered how um, important it was to me and how much I was actually connecting with it. And that kind of led to me writing. Okay. And, I mean, in terms of um, what you've been writing about and how you've connected with it, I mean, what aspects? I mean, just the fact that it led us to both, you know, writing and recording here at NWR or even just I, the scope it, of the game? It's, it started out that way. Um, there are also some things in-game that I really connected to, um, kind of the the situation of the characters, the, the very close personal uh, impact each one uh, is in the game how much everything affects them so deeply. It's not like this big uh, abstracted quest to save the world. It's we're trying to preserve our community and our families. Um, and that, that was just a point for me to, to grab onto and kind of expand upon. Yeah, no, totally. I, uh, I just went back and like played through the first chapter. I meant to play through more, but just mm -hmm. kind of ran out of time. Um, like about a week or two ago um, to kind of freshen up for this, discussion and that first chapter of the game always is, is so so wonderful and mm -hmm. i played earthbound over the summer and i mean i love earthbound but coming into mother three the sprites just have so much life to them mm -hmm. they're they're so detailed and there's so many different animations they're able to pull off you know with the gba hardware versus the snes and that first chapter still just gets me i mean when when flint finds out that his you know that his wife has mm -hmm. died in that scenery he picks up the plank of wood that's on yeah. fire, and he's like beating back the his the, his friends, and, you know, ostensibly his neighbors who are trying to help him and comfort him. And that that's something I wanted to kind of capture in the writing too is is how expressive it can be just in the the sprite work and situations where things aren't being said. There's no 
you know, heavy exposition that's trying to explain everything in minute detail. It's just how people act, you know, how they kind of express themselves without right. words, just through actions. And how they cope with yeah, serious yeah, exactly. events. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. I mean, that just, it, it's such a great game. <laughs> and it really is such a shame that it, it's so, I guess, cumbersome to play it uh, here in the, in the United States. Oh, kind of. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess, it, I mean, it's, harder than just going to the store right yeah it. i mean i guess it's not very very difficult if, if if you're even a little bit internet savvy you can probably pull it off but... <laughs> which, which we'll get to in a minute we'll yep. <laughs> uh, outline how to how to do that yourselves but uh i guess having completed the game now i mean what i don't know what are, what are your feelings about it i mean and have they changed since you played it you um know, part of the way through the first I'm, time? I'm trying to remember where i stopped the first time i think it was uh probably midway through chapter seven I was at kind of a like a low level grinding point. Yeah. And I I was like, okay, this this isn't leading me anywhere. I'm not going to, you know, more time into this is not going to help me. So, and getting there and past there this time, I discovered some some really interesting uh points that I just never would have thought of before, like especially when they go to the island, the kind of druggy, mysterious island that they get washed up onto and some right. of the the really dark and disturbing things that they're presented with there mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it, it's funny like i guess similarly to earthbound i mean they like it just seems like it's going to be such a light and like mm-hmm. sort of kid-friendly game and, and in then... some in some instances it is like oh yeah the, and... the difference between chapter one and chapter two is profound oh yeah i mean it, at times the game can be just downright silly you know mm-hmm. and sort of whimsical yeah but then, and like, that, that's part of it. It's it's it being able to balance those two halves so right. effectively. And I guess sort of like I guess if you want to get meta about it, like sort of reflecting, I guess the duality of life there, you know, and, uh-huh. and the the good times and the bad. Exactly. And putting its characters uh, through these uh, situations. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, is there anything else you want to say about like the features specifically that you've been writing? I mean. Has it been sort of cathartic, even even writing the pieces? Or I mean, um, yeah, yes, especially once I get past the point where I stopped the first time, and I can, uh, look on these new parts with a fresh take, um, kind of take what I've been doing and apply it to those parts. Yeah, and overall, it's it's not. It kind of started out as kind of a a concise review or look at the chapter, but I found that as I kept writing, it was more. Uh, kind of existential in a way, yeah. Kind of just ob- observing the the characteristics of what's going on in the just the situations, right? And that's kind of the tone I've gotten while reading, like what you've written to this point, or at least what you posted to uh, to NWR is mm-hmm. is yeah. It's become less about like outlining action for action what happens, and more about mm-hmm. like outlining what the characters are sort of experiencing, and, and yeah, and even relaying that to your own. Mm-hmm. your own life in a way it's it's such a strong part of the game yeah absolutely um well yeah i i guess for anyone who hasn't played mother three um you really should <laughs> and uh like nate was saying it's it's not too hard to go about and uh and do that um basically if you just google mother three fan translation um it'll take you to the site you need to go to and um you can either there's two ways to do it um there's the slightly less lazy way where you can download a uh, 
uh, a ROM of the Japanese version of the game, and then you just, uh, the group that translated the game, they've got, like, the patch on their website, and you just download it and uh, apply it to the ROM, and then bam, like, you've got your uh, translated ROM. Or I think if even you, you just search for the translated ROM, there's websites now that already have it hosted and uh, translated mm-hmm. and ready to go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then you just need an emulator. And uh, normally, you know, I wouldn't condone downloading ROMs and emulators and all these things. But, you know, in an instance where a company just refuses to bring their game, uh, you know, to the United States, then there's no way to, you know, really play it, I no. would say. No, no court would find you guilty. Yeah, no. In, How in this could case. they? How could yeah. they? <laughs> and, it would be a crime not to play it. Exactly. Yeah, they would probably sooner lock you up for not playing it um, than playing it this way. And uh, do you, Nate, off the top of your head, do you know the the name of the um, like the translation group that that did the English English translation? Um. Well, I know it's. I think it's tied into uh, the Starman website. Yeah. I don't know if it's actually the same people, but. Well, I, I know it's 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 on there. I know that they they recommend, um, and I suggest you do this if you're at all feeling guilty about um, downloading the game this way. Is like buying official merchandise, so like shirts mm-hmm. or like you could buy like the player's guide or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, that's probably not a bad route to go if you want to support no, it's, it's the uh, the people behind it in in some way or another. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean it's just such a great game, and it, it's I would really recommend anyone. You know, go go through the trouble of playing it. Um, I, I really think it's worth it. And Nate, I I would think you would agree with me. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, this just goes to show uh, anyone out there, you know, if you want to make your uh, your <laughs> video game uh, podcast dreams come true, just uh, start a crummy podcast with a couple people talking about a game, and then three years later you'll be at NWR. I think that's, it's it's pretty much right. guaranteed to happen. Millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Just like us. Yeah, we. We are pretty rich now. We are in the one percent. That's right. I can. I've bought all the copies of Mother Three that exist. Actually, <laughs> and you just swim in them. Yep. <laughs> in your mansion. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's in one of your mansions. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's great. Life is good. My fall mansion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Up in, uh, you know, up on the East Coast where we really can appreciate the colors of fall. Yeah. It matches the box. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So. Um, so. Yeah. I, yeah, I would definitely recommend playing this game. So, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, Nate, did you have anything to add in closing before we uh, go ahead uh, and say goodbye? No, I mean, people can find my features. They're posting. Uh, this one posted on Tuesday, the latest one, uh, but they usually post Monday, so. Yeah, and I would recommend anyone who's played the game to go through and read them. Um, like I said, it's not a, or know. Or don't if you don't want things kind of spoiled. Well, exactly. If I, never... I try not to include a lot of explicit right detail but uh, but i would think if you've never played the game you probably wouldn't get a lot sure. out of out of out of reading it i mean maybe you would appreciate some details and maybe it would further spur your curiosity and interest in the game but really i think if you played the game it's interesting reading someone's sort of uh in-depth and and personal experiences with it and it's a mm-hmm. great game for it so definitely I would recommend if you've played mother 3 to uh check out nate's feature
So I've been playing uh, Frogger 3D on the 3DS for a few days now. I haven't touched it too much in the last day or so, but um, I know there was there was a little bit of hubbub when this game was first covered by some other site. I forget which site it was because they basically just said. I think it was said, IGN. Might have been IGN. They were they were just like, uh, oh by the way, this is a Neil there, and uh, we got Zach w- w- with us as well. Um, basically, they just previewed the game by saying it's Frogger in 3D. What do you want? And that having played it now for a while, that's yeah, it, it is. Having it is, played the game at E3, I was pissed off by that because I actually it's not I, just Frogger and 3D. I, I regret that shit. I did not have the chance to do this, but it was my intention. It's just that uh, I mean, it was getting back to Konami's booth was kind of a bitch, and I thought of this too late during E3. But I wanted to go through the ten levels that they showed off and like detail what what each one had because it was stuff where it's like. Oh yeah, you're on a skyscraper, and then Frogger gets killed, and then birds come and pick up his dead carcass. Or like you're in <laughs> Las Vegas, and then you get run over by a car in the strip. Or like a tank runs you over. Like it's pretty ridiculous. Like I've played an arcade port on 3DS. I played and reviewed Pac-Man and Galaga. That was Pac-Man and Galaga on 3DS. This is not just Frogger on 3DS. First of all, I've played through maybe about six or seven stages by this point and um first of all one thing that i found is that it's actually a lot more difficult than i would have expected um well, i'm finding it's never that easy no it's it's a challenging game basically each each level has like three different stages they they just move the exit around on you, you they give you a level and they put the exit halfway all, all the way across the level and then you go to the exit and then they throw like a whole bunch of uh, coins around the stage and move the exit somewhere else. So you got to go get all the coins and then go to the exit. And then they do that one more time. And that's basically the entire game. Mm. But the levels get crazier and crazier. Like I'm finding that there's a, there's a, there's a recurring theme on some of these stages where a giant Mack truck just blows away everything else on the highway that you're trying to cross, <laughs> uh, which is kind of, which is kind of crazy. And if you get hit by the Mack truck, then your frogger flies, you know, through 3D space onto the screen, which is kind of a cool effect. Uh, um, but like some of these, some of the the coin gathering can take a little bit of time. So you, you're 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 intently playing through a stage of Frogger for for like f- four or five minutes, and then you die, and you just have to go back and redo the whole thing. And it gets and after like the third time that happens, it starts to get really infuriating. You get two lives per stage. And there's a lot of multi-level climbing, so you have to climb over crates, but you can only approach the crate from one side. And then when you jump off of a crate, you're going to skip two or three spaces, so you got to be careful you're not jumping into another obstacle right away. Um, and it's 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 a lot of fun actually. It looks it looks somewhat polished. It's not you know it's not going to win any uh, visual awards probably, but it looks it doesn't it doesn't look like it's a game that was developed in five minutes. Um, yeah. It looks like it's a game that had at least someone put a lot of love and care into the game. Yeah, Tak Fuji, um, the the I mean the the crazy dreaded guy at Konami who was infamous for I think it was a uh, Konami's E3 2010 press conference. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 fun. It, it it's pretty simple, but I mean it is Frogger. There basically the the game plays like an like an overworld map, kind of like a Mario Galaxy two kind of style, where you're just kind of there's a background and then there's a whole bunch of lines in the background. You just travel across the lines like, like it's an overworld map, even though it's not really. Um, and uh, there's actually even like branching paths to some extent. Like I'm, I'm in the, towards the end of the second world and there was a branching path that I, I went to an alternate exit in one of the stages and it let me sneak off on one path instead of the other, which is kind of nice. 
Um, the levels haven't been too varied yet. I've basically gone just to two different urban cities. I'm kind of hoping we get into some more crazy environments, maybe even like something like outer space or like a backwater or something. Um, haven't hopped onto too many crocodiles, although there was one. Uh, there's a ton of achievements, and the game unlocks um, achievements like crazy. So basically, I mean, you get the same achievements over and over again. You you, you get them like they're currency, and then you spend them to <laughs> unlock bonuses. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like you get an achievement once and then you have it. You just it's it's just like an accomplishment that you can keep getting over and over again, like getting to an exit without being hit and stuff like that. Um, there's a whole bunch of unlockables like concept art and stuff like that. Um, there's street paths. Wait like, a second, concept art. Well, yeah, I haven't For unlocked any yet, but I'll, I'll have to check it out and see what's really in there. I haven't had a chance to actually unlock any of that yet. I haven't gone back to it since I first got the game. There's even Street Pass, although I honestly couldn't tell you what it is. Maybe you can trade concept art. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think there's maybe even some some sort of a multiplayer component, but I haven't had a chance to check that out, and I probably won't because I don't know anybody else with a 3DS, and I'm, it's almost certainly not online. So, But, uh, yeah, I mean... If this, if this was a budget title, I mean, I think this would be a great 3DSware title or 3DS downloadable eShop Well, I think it's it's slightly game. a budget. It's available for 30 bucks. Okay. Budget, which is slightly that's, a budget. That's less than, like, the most expensive 3DS games are going yeah. for. Mo that's cheaper than the, the the vast majority of 3DS games. But Yeah, there's actually a, a bunch of games that came out at a lower price point. Um, most of them from Konami, like uh, that Dr. Lotric game. It's going to be oh, 30 sure. bucks. Deca nice. Sports was 30 bucks. I feel like if there was a if there was a $20 uh, 3DS price point, this would be a game that would be ripe for it. Um, I don't know that I could justify spending more than that. Although, I don't know, maybe the game opens up a little bit. Because so far, it's been the same sort of like three exit per stage mechanic. And I'll, I'll pick it up and I'll play, I'll play through it. Uh, play through a stage, but... More often than not, I'm actually getting frustrated by dying. Because I'm, I'm trying to get all the coins per stage, even though you don't have to. You get bronze, silver, and gold medals, depending on how many coins you get, I think. And also how many times you died on a stage. Um, mm. And so, of course, I'm going for all the coins. Because, really, getting the coins isn't that hard. But I'm actually on a stage right now where there's a ton of crates and, and a ton of holes. Meaning that you have to... Like, figure out how to jump off a crate, but not into one of the many, many holes that are scattered around. Uh, because you skip, like, two or three spaces when you jump off of an object. So, it's, 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 it's sort of like a maze at this point, trying to figure out how to get around it to get to the... But not only the exit, but to get all the coins within the uh, time limit. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. It's Frogger. I've always liked Frogger. I'm, I'm an arcade... I'm, I'm a classic arcade junkie to some extent. I've always loved Ms. Pac-Man. And, um... And I've always loved Frogger too, even though I haven't ever really played a ton of it. But it's a it's it's one of the classic arcade games that's always appealed to me quite a bit. So I'm happy to get a chance to play a, a new, improved version on 3DS. Hmm. Cool. Worth checking out if you see it for cheap. Totally worth checking yeah, out. I think it would be the kind of game that if I ever found it for um, like on ten, sale, like if I saw twenty dollars like, or less, I'd probably pick it up. Yeah, ten or twenty, I think, would be a good a good price point for this game. Definitely look into it if you're if you are a classic arcade and if if you're a, if you're a fan of challenging games, challenging games with simple mechanics, this might be up your alley. Yeah. yeah. Like, Alrighty. You know, Konami, thirty bucks. Frogger. Hop hop. Insert coin. Waha.